Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. Hey there. I'm your communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please call me Andrea. Welcome to Talk About Talk. I founded Talk About Talk to help ambitious managers catapult their careers by improving their communication skills. If you're a lifelong learner, or if you're trying to get noticed and advance your career, or perhaps both, then you're in the right place. At Talk About Talk, we focus on communication skills topics like networking, storytelling, and communicating with confidence. And you can access Talk About Talk across a variety of media or resources. You can choose what works for you. There's online corporate training, one-on-one coaching with me, online courses, the free weekly communication skills newsletter, and, of course, this bi-weekly podcast. One of the topics that I'm really excited to focus on over the next few months is personal branding. Simply put, personal branding is reputation management or impression management. It's the person you are and how you're perceived, both personally and professionally. It's what makes you unique. So this is about you proactively managing your identity, what it is, how it's communicated, and ultimately, how you're perceived. I was thinking, managing your personal brand is a lot like managing your credit score. Consider this, whether you proactively manage your credit score or not, you have one. Similarly, whether you proactively manage your personal brand or not, you have one. And other people are aware of your personal brand. Similarly, people or actually institutions can access your credit score, can't they? So you might as well proactively optimize and manage it, right? Managing your personal brand is a pursuit that can definitely help you advance from a B plus to an A plus. And this topic of personal branding sits right in the sweet spot of my passions and my expertise, strategic brand management and interpersonal communication. Can you tell I'm excited about this? Welcome to Talk About Talk podcast episode number 68. Today, we're focusing on one specific aspect of personal branding, communicating your personal brand online. When we think about all the time we spend online, how people learn about us, how we're networking, how people get jobs these days, there's no question. We need to proactively manage our respective online brands. We leave a digital footprint every time we post something online and every time someone posts something about us. This episode is your primer on managing all this. In future episodes, we're going to focus on developing or identifying our ideal or optimal personal brand. And separately, we'll also focus on communicating this brand offline in real life. There's a lot to get through here. So one step at a time. Here's what you're going to learn in this episode you're going to learn some preliminary thoughts about crafting your unique personal brand. This is really just a teaser to eventually help you develop and formally articulate your personal brand. You'll also learn some general guidelines to keep in mind about personal branding. And then we're going to get into the nitty gritty, some specific tasks that you can do online right away. These specific tasks fall under three categories, updating, participating, and monitoring. And I'm going to take you through each of these in detail. Before we go any further, though, I just need to warn you, this is a particularly dense episode. You're going to learn a lot here. But as always, you don't need to take notes. Keep doing whatever you're doing, walking, driving, cooking, tidying. 
Just keep listening, and then later you can access the show notes on the talkabouttalk.com website. If you click on podcasts and then show notes, there's a printable PDF there for you with everything you need to know, a succinct summary, and the full transcript. You're welcome. Let's start with some context, actually with your personal context. If you already know what your personal brand is, if you can articulate your personal brand, then you can use this episode to help you communicate that personal brand online. For most of us, our personal brand is a work in progress. And for some of us, we have almost no idea what our personal brand should be. If this is the case for you, then you can use this episode to help you audit what's currently being communicated about you online. Over the next few months at Talk About Talk, I'll take you through a detailed process to help you identify and articulate your ideal personal brand. So don't worry. We're going to create a personal brand for you that's unique, focused, ownable, relevant, and of course, a personal brand that inspires you. I can't wait to help you develop your personal brand. But first, we're in audit mode. What's being conveyed about you online right now? In order to assess this, you probably want to have some preliminary ideas, at least, about what your ideal personal brand could be. So here's what I hope you'll do. This is just step one. Take out a blank sheet of paper before you open anything online. Then grab a pen and a paper. Yes, go old school. And write your answers to a few of these questions. First, what do you want others to think about you? Then, how does this compare to what others currently think about you. If it helps, you can categorize your thoughts as a chronology, your identity in the past, what it is currently, and what you want it to be in the future. These things could be job titles, they could be personality traits, or they could be adjectives. Ask yourself a few questions, starting with your past. Think about when you were seven or eight years old. What made you unique back then? And has that changed? What failures in your past did you learn the most from? Do you have a transformation story? And of course, what are some of your most impressive past accomplishments? Then move on to your current status. Ask yourself, what do others think about you? What is your current identity, your current role? And what are you currently focused on that excites you? Then move on to the future. What's your dream? And what do you want your legacy to be? You might also ask yourself what makes you unique compared to others in a variety of contexts. So for example, what makes you unique compared to your graduating class, compared to your peers at work, compared to your friends? And last, if you're feeling really ambitious, you might want to start a list of keywords. These are the words or phrases that become a core part of your identity. It could be your role, your unique personality traits, or your area of expertise. Like I said, this is just a primer, but it's a great start. Writing down your answers to these questions, these prompts, it'll probably feel a bit awkward, but guess what? That's okay. In fact, it's a good thing. Remind yourself there's a big payoff here, so the effort is worth it. You might also want to remind yourself that we are only at the audit stage here. There's no pressure. So like I said, start your brainstorm with a blank sheet of paper. Answer a few of these questions and prompts, and then create a digital document to record these thoughts that you can update later. All right, that's the first step, done. 
Now you at least have some context. Moving on to three general things to keep in mind when you're communicating your personal brand online. These three things are general, meaning they apply regardless of your industry and regardless of your function. Whether you're support staff or marketing, whether you're in research, sales, operations, finance, you name it. And no matter whether you're just starting your career or if you're a successful CEO, the three things to keep in mind are one, be generous, two, keep it clear and consistent, and three, keep it updated. So first, be generous. This might seem obvious, but just take a look online and you'll see what I mean. Not everyone is generous. What do I mean by generous? I mean being gracious, not being overly salesy. You can see specific examples of this on social media. Are you a giver or a taker? Are you offering compliments, praise, building on others' ideas, helping? Or are you always in sales mode, boasting, taking what you can get? Be generous. The second general guideline in your personal branding is to keep it clear and consistent. Consistency and focus is a fundamental premise in product management or brand marketing, and it applies to our personal brands too. So what's your one key message. If someone happened to read your bio on some website and then they read it on another website, will they even get that it's the same person? And then within that one bio, what's the main takeaway about you? I'm not saying that what you post on Twitter or Instagram has to be exactly the same as what you post on LinkedIn. Certainly not. But they also shouldn't contradict each other. So ask yourself across media, are you generally consistent with your tone and message? Keep it clear. And the third general guideline, keep it updated. You're going to hear that word, update, a lot in this episode. Here's the thing. Just like product brands evolve over time, so too do personal brands. We age, we learn, we acquire experience, and our environment changes too. The industry we work in, economic factors, even our family life. So our personal brands evolve, and we need to update them. We need to get rid of the stuff that's outdated. Yes, that outdated headshot photo of me when I was 25 years old is, well, lovely. But I might shock people when they meet me on Zoom or in real life if all they've seen is that outdated photo. Let's save those old photos for Throwback Thursday. Got it? The same goes for any written profiles or bios of you that are outdated. We need to keep them updated. So those are the three general things to keep in mind as you're communicating your personal brand online. One, be generous. Two, keep it clear and consistent. And three, keep it updated. Now, it's time to get into the nitty gritty. We're gonna run through how to communicate your online personal brand and specifically how to do three things. Updating, participating, and monitoring. What I hope you'll do is listen to this episode now, like I said, and then print the show notes summary that I created for you. You can use this summary as a checklist when you sit down in front of your computer and run through this list online. Okay, first, updating. When I say update, at this point, you probably don't have your personal brand fully articulated. So all you're doing is checking what's out there online about you and correcting anything that's wrong or outdated. You're in audit mode. So check things like your contact details, what's written about you in bios or profiles, and photos of you, headshots or other photos. 
I have four suggestions for where you can look specifically. There's various websites, social media profiles, your email signature, and your contact file. So first, websites. Depending on whether you're an entrepreneur or if you work for a big corporation, there might be a blurb or a bio written about you that sits on a corporate website. You might also have a personal website where you've included details about yourself. And don't forget to check the websites of various associations that you might be affiliated with. If you're on a board or a committee, or if you do some volunteering, for example, you should check there too. As I said, the first thing to do is just make sure everything is correct and complete. Moving on to social media profiles. Of course, you should keep your profile updated. Ask yourself, what do people see when they land on one of your social media profiles, be it LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp, or whatever. Even if you're not actively posting on that platform, your profile needs to be updated. And for that matter, if you have any old social media accounts that, where you're not active, then by all means, delete it. I heard some great advice from Andrew Jenkins a long time ago that I think is really true. He said it's better to have a strong presence on one or two platforms versus a mediocre presence on several platforms. And that goes for whether it's a corporate account or a personal account. So try this suggestion. Choose two platforms that work best for you. For me, it's LinkedIn and Facebook. Almost no matter what your career is, I recommend that you have an updated LinkedIn account. And you can update your LinkedIn profile with the section-by-section -section advice that's listed in Talk About Talk podcast episode number 62 called Optimizing Your LinkedIn Profile where again, I interviewed Andrew Jenkins, the social media guru. In that episode, Andrew and I talk about the three most important elements in your LinkedIn profile. What are they? There's your headshot, your headline, and your banner image. And here's the thing. Once they're updated, you can use these three elements on other social media platforms too, if you like. And if you nail these elements, your headshot, your headline, and your banner image on your social media profiles, that's a great way to start in terms of communicating your personal brand through social media. Of course, what you post, your comments, and even what you like on social media also says a lot about you and your personal brand. And we're going to get into that in a minute. So that's the second place to look for opportunities to update your personal brand online. First, there's various websites, and then social media profiles. What's the third place? It's your email signature. You should think of your email signature as your interactive business card that's included with every email you send. So it's not exactly searchable like a website or a social media profile, but your email signature is online and it's viewed by many. It's viewed by anyone and everyone to whom you send an email. You can create or update your email signature in the preferences or options menu of your email provider. Of course, you want to include your name. But what else? Well, again, think of this as your online business card. So there's your title, or maybe you can include your headline from your LinkedIn profile. And logos are fine, but not too big. And you might want it to be interactive. Links are a great idea to promote yourself, but not too many links. You can link to websites, to articles or videos that you're proud of, maybe your social media profile, or maybe to your latest podcast. And it's easy to update your email signature. Personally, I update mine every two weeks. If you're interested, I included a link in the show notes to a newsletter where I outline more ideas and tips on your email signature. Okay, moving on. You should also update your contact file. 
This one is even less obvious, isn't it? But it's easy to update and it can make a positive impression. Recently, someone pinged me their contact file. You know, the entry in their address book where they have all of their contact details listed. And I was so impressed at how complete the file was. It made it super easy to follow the person on social media. And it got me thinking, this is a great way to make sure you're accessible and that details such as your job title and headshot look exactly the way you want them to look. Depending on your situation, you might want to create two contact files for yourself, a professional one and a personal one. So for your professional contact file, you can include things like your job title, your firm, a professional headshot, your work email, your work cell number, office address, and work-related social media. Then, don't hesitate to text or ping the relevant file when someone asks you for your phone number or other contact information. And speaking of phone numbers, I have a question for you. When was the last time you updated your voicemail greeting? Try calling yourself right now and then listen and ask yourself if your voicemail greeting reflects what you want to communicate about your personal brand. If not, update it. Okay, so those are the four things we can update when you're communicating your personal brand online. There's websites, your social media profiles, your email signature, and your contact file in your address book. And as a bonus, your voicemail greeting. We're done with the update. Now it's time to be proactive. It's time to participate. You can be creative here, but I have a few suggestions. To start, you can communicate your personal brand on some of the online venues that we've already mentioned, like on established websites and on social media, as well as other online venues, like virtual meetings and online conferences. Depending on your job situation, your seniority, the size of your organization, and so on, seek opportunities to showcase your personal brand on various websites. It could be your employer's website, it could be your personal website, it could be the website of other organizations that you're affiliated with, and in addition to your bio and your contact details, proactively communicate things like papers or articles you've written, videos that showcase your work, or anything else you've produced that can be showcased online. I have a suggestion if you're stuck. Think about something relevant to your personal brand, something that you're passionate about and where you have unique expertise. Then write a short paper about it, a very short paper, and then publish it as an article on LinkedIn. Guess what? Nobody needs to approve it. This is a really great place to start. If you want to see some examples, I've written several which you can access from my LinkedIn profile. And speaking of LinkedIn, a big part of communicating your personal brand online is getting out there on social media, of course. And you know, what you post, share, and comment on says a lot about you. Again, don't forget the general guidelines that I shared a few minutes ago. Be generous and be clear and consistent. So maybe think about topics that are relevant to your personal brand, what you're passionate about and where you want to share your expertise. Then generously share your insights, of course, but also share the insights of others. Participate in others' threads, focus and be generous. This advice also stands for targeted forums or chat rooms or groups. Forums and groups are a great place to establish your personal brand. Sometimes these forums or groups reside on the social media platforms that we've been talking about, like LinkedIn or Facebook groups. Yes, by the way, there is a Talk About Talk Communication Skills Facebook group, and I'd love it if you'd join us. But there are also other forums like Quora, Reddit, GameSpot, Stack Overflow, and more. 
You can subscribe to these groups so you can make timely comments. And again, my general advice is very, very relevant here. Don't be salesy. Instead, be generous. Share your passion and your expertise. Eventually, forum and group members will start asking you questions. Okay, so there's social media and targeted groups and forums. What else? Well, how about virtual meetings and online conferences? Whether it's a meeting or a conference, there are some things you can do to communicate your personal brand, starting with your online name tag. So depending on the platform, like Zoom or Teams, or wherever the meeting or conference is being hosted, your name will probably show up just under your video square. And I have a few tips. First, use your full first and last name. That should be your default. A partial name like Awajniki or an email address, it's just not ideal. Also, you can change your name depending on the context of the conference or the meeting. So don't hesitate to customize it. For more intimate contexts, maybe your first name will work. For networking conferences where you want to meet new people, include your first and last name and the name of your firm. And if there's something you want these people to know about you, include it in your virtual name tag. Beyond the name tag, there's also the online chat for these meetings and conferences. If it's appropriate, then go for it. It can be great fun and you can make a positive impression. Again, be vocal and be generous. So there are just a few ways to participate or communicate your personal brand online. Now, let's move on to step three. We've covered updating and we've covered participating. Now we're moving on to monitoring. There are two things to do here, searching or Googling yourself, and secondly, setting up alerts. First, Googling yourself. Once a month, Google yourself and see what comes up. I advise you to remind yourself to do this by creating a monthly recurring calendar event with an alert. I know what you might be thinking. People like to joke about narcissists Googling themselves, but this is not narcissistic. This is prudent. It's a lot like monitoring your credit rating. Others are doing this anyway, right? If someone's curious about you, they'll Google you and you need to know what they're going to find. To make this exercise valid, make sure you clear your browsing history and clear your cache before Googling yourself. Or better yet, ask someone else to search you. Otherwise, you're just going to see the websites that you access regularly, not a representative sample of what other people are seeing. What shows up on the first page when you search yourself is critical. For each and every entry on that first page, ask yourself, should that page be updated, removed, or encouraged? If it should be updated, well, do what you can to update it. If it should be removed, try to delete it. And if it should be encouraged, you can try to increase the ranking of pages that you're proud of by creating more links to that page on other websites, in social media, and in your email signature, for example. Then go through this same exercise with images or photographs. And then beyond the first page of Google rankings, it's really more of a disaster check. Scan the list on the second and third page and just make sure that everything's okay. So in terms of monitoring, there's Googling yourself. The other way to monitor yourself is to set up alerts. If you use Google, you can set it up to email you an alert when your name is searched or posted online. I have alerts set up for my name and for Talk About Talk, and I suggest you do that too. I'll leave a link to the instructions for how to do so in the show notes. 
Setting up alerts like this is a great way for you to monitor what's being posted about you online in real time. And by the way, this tip of creating an alert for your name not only helps you guard your personal brand, it can also alert you to potential identity theft. And that is huge, right? So don't even think about it. Just do it. Set up alerts. That's the last point I'm going to leave you with. And that point may end up being the number one most important tip of this whole episode. Now, let me briefly, very briefly summarize. We've covered a lot here in terms of communicating your personal brand online. As you're thinking about your online presence, consider updating what's already there, then proactively participating, and then monitoring. There are so many opportunities for you to communicate your personal brand online, from websites, to social media, to papers and videos, to posting papers or articles or videos, to your email signature, your contact file, targeted forums and groups, virtual meetings, online conferences, and more. As you're updating, participating, and monitoring across these online venues, don't forget, be generous and be clear and consistent. All right, I hope you found this primer on communicating your personal brand online helpful. Don't forget, you can access everything you need in the show notes. One last thing. If you're not signed up for the Talk About Talk Communication Skills newsletter, please do so. This is your chance to get free communication skills coaching from me every week in a simple to digest email. I promise no spam and no more than once per week. Just go to the talkabouttalk.com website to sign up or email me directly and I'll add you to the list. You can email me anytime at andrea at talkabouttalk.com. Thanks for listening and talk soon. Talk soon.